welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. Hallelujah, isn't God so good, church? Well, let's stand together and we're going to take our Bibles this morning and we're going to declare that this is our Bible. Hallelujah, this is my Bible. Keep your Bibles. Hope you're all bringing your Bibles with you. And uh, praise God. If you haven't got your Bible, lift up your phone if you, have a, if you have a Bible on your phone. Praise God. This is my Bible. I believe what it says. I believe I am who he says I am. I believe I can do what it says I can do. I believe I can have what it says I can have. And now I'm about to receive the incorruptible, the ever-living, the never-dying seed of the Word of God. My mind is alert. My heart is open. And as a result, I shall never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's be seated, church. Just let us pray as we come around this word, God. We thank you for your word. We thank you that it lights our way, Lord God. You said that we are your light, Father. We are carriers of your light, Father. And I thank you as we carry your word, it lights each step of our way. Thank you for giving revelation to us of this word afresh today. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're carrying on with renewing of the mind and, and uh, a scripture that I've read most weeks is Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 and reading from the New Living Translation which says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person. How? By changing the way you think. Not by coming up and pastor laying hands on you not by um, somebody praying for you every day. No, by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We know God's will by reading this word. Amen? So you could say, change the way you think, change you. Change the way you think, change you. Who has changed the way they think in any area? this past week. Have a think about that. Anybody decided there's an area and they started to change that? And if you haven't, then what are we doing? Because we're wanting to work out this word, amen? I believe we have, though. Who started to read the word more? Renew in the mind. Who's got a fresh love for the word? Meditating the word, reading the word, having that daily devotion. Amen. So, so important. You know, who you are right now was formed in your thinking yesterday, last month, last year, 50 years ago, if you lived that long, five years ago. It's, it's, it's how you've thought. You know, as a young child, thoughts mostly come from our parents, first of all, grandparents, babysitters. And 
the way we see them, the way, we, the way they do things, it starts to affect our attitudes. You know, their attitudes become our attitudes. Their lifestyle becomes our lifestyle. Their gestures become our gestures. That's why you say, oh, you're so much like your mom. Or you're, you're so, you favor your dad, you know? And we just pick up those things. And you could say, you know, we become programmed in ways, the way we think. As we get older, teachers and friends and TV and university and church and family and, and, and other people around us begin to feed into beliefs. Those beliefs are formed, those attitudes in our mind. And, you know, we may not be conscious. We may not be consciously, when we're with a friend, going, my belief, what I think about that particular thing is changing right now or I'm starting to form a belief. We may not be conscious of that. But as you're talking, what's happening is your subconscious is logging that. Those thoughts and those words and what you're speaking about, it's being logged in here in that subconscious. And, um, you know, all of a sudden then, things that you wouldn't necessarily be conscious of and thinking about, they just come. They just come out. You know, who's ever said, I'm never going to treat my kids the way... I was, you know, when I was brought up, I'm not going to discipline them that way or, you know. And then all of a sudden, when you've got kids, you, you find, oh, just like my dad, that was just what mom would do. It's because a lot of it's in the subconscious, isn't that right? And even if you rebel and you say, I'm going the other way, I'm definitely not doing what they do, then that's still a programmed mindset to go the opposite way to them. So it's, our thinking affects everything about us. Even in the womb, little baby in the womb is already gathering information about their environment before, before a baby's even born. They're gathering information. Is my world happy? Is my world I'm coming into, is it sad? Is my world uh, successful? Is it struggling? And already that little, that little baby is gathering information. And so, you know, your thinking has led you to the point that you are now and what you are, who you are, who we know you are, is how you thought for how many years you've been born. So change the way that you think, change you. Say that to your neighbor. Change the way you think, change you. Come on, say that again. Eyeball somebody. Let's see you eyeball somebody. Change the way you think. Change you. Oh, and I ask some of you are thinking, I don't need to change. Well, have a wee word with your neighbor. Maybe they can give you one wee area where you could change. Amen? Hallelujah. Oh, in love, obviously, in love. Hallelujah. So, um, you know, even with all false information programmed and stored away in our minds, um, it, can, it produces, if it's wrong, it produces that wrong thinking and wrong decisions as a result of that. But God's word reveals who he is, what he thinks. Last week we were talking about this is a collection of God's thoughts, his beliefs, what he thinks about things. So reading this word over and over, meditating on the word, memorizing the word. You know, I was talking to Andrew last week. Andrew, wave. Andrew got saved in November. Gave his heart to the Lord in November, just past November. He's telling me last week he's read the Bible through already and he's on the second time around. 
Do you think Andrew is hungry for the word? Do you think he's starting to think that God's thoughts? Well, I tell you, anybody who's taken the word that quick, you just keep away. Watch that space. Because his whole life is going to be changed. Because he's starting to think how God thinks more and more and more. Now compare that to the person who has been so busy all week. And we're, we can all have our busy weeks. And they get to church and they scramble for their Bible because Pastor Karen says, hold up your Bible. And as they hold their Bible up, they realize I've not opened this Bible for a week. Two weeks. Because if you are in that desperate state, you will be thinking like the world thinks. You will be thinking like the old you always thought. And you will not be thinking the way God thinks. His word is everything. Sometimes I just get this word and I just walk along with it. I say, oh, thank you for your word, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you that I, thank you that I have a Bible. What if it comes to the point to take our Bibles? Thank you, I have a Bible. Let's start memorizing this word like never before. So if we're ever parted with this, it's in our heart. Amen. Because I couldn't live without the word. Couldn't live without the word. So, you know, you can renew in the mind. You can, you can make cards with scriptures on. And then what that scripture you're meditating on, put it in your purse, put it in your bag. Guy, put it in your pocket, your jeans pocket or your whatever, so that, you know, you can just take it out. You're on a break. Take that card out. Um, get sticky notes. Who's ever put scriptures on sticky notes? Put them in the mirror. Yeah. Wave up me, there's Mary's waving, lots of people waving, put them in the fridge, put them around about you, in your car, you know, and it's all on your desk. I'll, I'll write sticky notes off and have them on the desk. And have that, just have that word continually, continually before you. Hallelujah. Go it over your mind, all around your room. You know, renewing your mind and getting to know God's thoughts, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it's that metamorphosis that takes place when you have the caterpillar going into the butterfly. It's a process, and it takes time. But I tell you what, as you commit to that process, just like that caterpillar turns into the, the butterfly, that will be you. That will be you. Your life will be transformed. But you have to be diligent, and you have to be patient. Um, so just keep on receiving, keep on reading, receiving, and just know there's a process going on. I'm not just reading this for information. I'm not just reading this because I need to know that story in the Bible. You know, if my kid goes down, no, I'm reading this because it's a living word of God. It is food to me. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, if you're struggling with an area of sin in your life, the word has the answer. It has the answer. Hallelujah. If you're fearful, 2 Timothy 1, 7, you can take a scripture like that. 
2 Timothy 1, 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Last week we talked about the devil's strategies often to come condemnation and put us down. You know, just make us feel nothing. But God's never, he'll never condemn us. He's always lifting us up. Yes, he may bring correction to our life, but it'll never be in the form of, you know, you you dirty little rat, you have missed it. No, it'll always be with love. Always love, never condemning, always loving. When you've repented of that, You've repented even of that way of thinking. You've repented of those ugly thoughts. You know what? God comes in and he wipes it. He wipes it. No condemnation. So you could put 2 Corinthians 5.21 into, into effect and learn this word. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him, in Christ. So you can declare when that condemnation wants to come, no, back off. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. It's because of his righteousness. Amen? If it's peace, if you need peace, Psalm 4 and 8 is a good scripture. I will both lie down in peace and sleep. You can apply that to your sleep. I'll lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, or O Lord, make me dwell in safety. You know, it's a good... It's, it's not just a good idea. I think it's, it's a great practice to get into. The last thing you do at night, take a verse, open your Bible, and read. Because as you're asleep, your spirit's never sleeping. God's communing with your spirit all the time. But just meditate on the Word. And, um, you know, it was a technique. I'm sure some of us are still using that if you're studying the things. But often for an exam, especially when they're cramming for an exam, I would read so many portions of what I was learning. And I would read them just before I go to sleep. And the next morning, then I would go to study that thing. And it was, it was so fresh to me because I just read it before I slept. Same with the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God just before you sleep. Another scripture for peace, John 14, 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled in any way. And that's something... Every one of us, if you look back over your week and you look back and say, where was a time that my heart could have been troubled? I'm sure all of us would have had to bat that off at some point. It says, let not your heart be troubled. We apply the word. I'm not going to be troubled. I'm not going to be fearful. You believe in God, believe also in me. John 16, 33, the New Living Translation says, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you're going to have trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. And another one in peace, John 14, 27. A lot of these are in uh, the Gospel of John. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled. There again, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I love Psalm 119. Very, very many, many verses in that psalm. And it's all about the word of God. I just picked out a few verses here. Um, Psalm 119, verse 97 says, Oh, how I love your instructions. I think about them all day long. All day long. 
Your commands make me wiser than my enemies, for they are my constant guide. This word is our guide. Yes, I have more insight than my teachers, for I am always thinking of your laws. Amen? Wisdom coming all the time. Verse 100. I'm even wiser than my elders who have not observed your precepts, for I have kept your commandments. I have refused to walk on any evil path so that I may remain obedient to your word. I haven't turned away from your regulations, for you have taught me well. The word has taught me well. How sweet your words taste to me. They are sweeter than honey. Sweeter than honey. Is his word sweeter than honey to you this morning? Sweeter than honey. Ezekiel 3 and 3 says, Then he said to me, Son of man, eat this scroll. I am giving you, fill your tummy with it, your stomach with it. And so I ate it and I tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. God's saying, you know, this is food to you. Eat it and enjoy it. It's sweet to the taste. Sweet. And and I just believe the Holy Spirit, as I'm preaching this morning, that that importation just to love this word more and more is going to come on all of us. Amen? Sweet to taste. I want to devour this word like never before. Your commandments, verse 104, give me understanding. No wonder I hate every false way of life. So it's lovely. And, you know, just go through go through Psalm 119. See by the end of that, I tell you, you'd be hungry for the word. You'd be missing it the next day. So uh, Joshua 1.8, we know it well. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You're speaking it, speaking it, speaking it. For you shall meditate in it day and night, day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Who doesn't want to be prosperous in every area of their life? It's not The Bible doesn't talk about prosperity just being financially. In fact, that's the lowest thing. It's in relationships, it's in, it's in family, it's in, it's in your health, being prosperous, it's in friendships. We all want to be prosperous, and we all want to have good success, don't we? Well, that's how we do it this word, meditating on day and night. You know, make up your mind this morning to meditate the word. I've made up my mind to meditate the word. The more you feed on, just like a good meal, just like something, I don't want to compare it to chocolate, but you know what I'm saying? Something you really like, you want more. You want more. How many have heard of, one, uh, often the ladies will say, if I have one piece of that, I'll just eat the whole bar. You want more. Isn't that right? So that is the word. You just want more. Um, Deuteronomy and chapter 6, and this is a New Living Translation. Chapter 6, and verses 68 it says, You must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. So parents, we have a duty to teach this word to our children to go over what the, what the Word says. Go over the Scriptures with them. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're in the road, when you're going to bed, and when you're getting up. All the time, basically. When the child is around, use that opportunity to teach them. When you're tucking them in at night, use that opportunity. 
Amen. And just sing, you know, I've uh, often, um, I've always, most, if I'm, if I'm there and putting the children to bed, we'll be singing. I'll just sing a wee song. They don't probably like my voice, but still mommy. I haven't got the greatest voice, but I'm still mommy. But you know what? That just, no matter even, you know, what, what the child has been listening to, even a minute before you come in with a song, I'll choose an anointed song, and that's what they go to sleep listening to. Or you can put on worship music for them, or you can put on the word. You know, many people put on the word through the night. Just let it play. We did that at times with the children, especially Kevin and Crystal. When they were small, we would just have a tape player going all the time. It wasn't every night, but we did we did that from time to time. But that's good because our spirit is taking that in as a sleep. Amen. Verse eight: Tie them to your hands and wear them in your forehead as reminders. And literally, you know, the Jews would get the scriptures and put them in a little box and would tie it to the forehead. This little box on their forehead. You know, today we could be wearing T-shirts and things with a scripture on. See people running, especially in America, they're walking around with scriptures and on their um, T-shirts and things. Wear it. Amen. Ephesians 4, 21 to 24, I'm reading in the Amplified. And it says, if in fact you have really heard him and have been taught by him, just as truth is in Jesus, revealed in his life and personified in him, that regarding your way of life, you put off your old self, that old man. You put off your old self, completely disregard your former nature, which is being corrupted through deceitful desires, and be continually. See, all these scriptures are saying continually. Meditate in the word day and night. Always using the same language all the time. Not some of the time, all of the time. So we find the ways to... That's why you meditate in the Word. When you can't be in the Bible, when you're maybe sitting at your desk and uh, it's on your break because when you need to be using brain power to do your work, you do that. But you're meditating on the Word as you go through the day. Amen? Continually be, continually renewed, verse 23, in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. And verse 24, it says, put on the new self. Put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature created in God's image. It's God-like in righteousness and holiness of truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. So, you know, take that scripture, Ephesians 4, meditate on that. You go home, meditate on that. Ephesians 4, 21. 24 you've put off that old man that old self and you put on the new man by being continually renewed in the spirit of your mind praise god hallelujah so romans 12 and verse 2 in the new living translation as we start it with don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world don't copy be careful as i said about your subconscious you may not be consciously going to copy, but whatever's programmed back there. So if you, you, what you need to do is examine certain behaviors. Examine certain, you know, it'll come up maybe this week in, in conversation. You go, oh, why, why do I think that way? And is that, 
according to the Bible? Or why, why do I do that that way? And if there's areas in your life that, that you want change and you need to see change, then get the scriptures that it needs that apply to that. And start to bring she start to change that subconscious. So that whenever that opportunity comes for you to speak something out in that area or to do, you know, if if for any if right now that there's a job promotion that you want to go for, that you're feeling in yourself, oh, it's way above me. I, you know, I'd like to, but I can't do that. And you're going to meditate in the Word. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Hallelujah. God's made me ten times wiser than the children of the world. You're pulling all those scriptures. What God says about you. And you're making that, putting that to effect. And you start to believe that. You believe it. You believe it. And not only do you go for that promotion you were going to, but you go for the one above it. Because now you believe right about yourself. Hallelujah. And whatever God leads you to, whatever he leads you to, and if it's a job or a job promotion, and he leads you and you have a peace and you desire it, God says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And if it's in line with his will, you say, that is mine, that promotion is mine. It belongs to me. Amen? It belongs to me. Hallelujah. So don't copy the behavior and customs of the world. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you. You know, perhaps you're here and you're still deciding, what is God's ultimate will for me? How do you know that? As you spend time more in this word, fellowshipping with the Lord, getting to know his voice. That's why our devotional time is so important. Getting time with the Lord, uh, prayer and prayer, hearing his voice. So you know his voice, you know his ways, you know you're led by that still, small voice on the inside, and so that you know that you know that you know that this is right. And if you're going on, on, on a path and you haven't heard, then keep going. If you haven't heard to stop or you haven't heard to go to the right or left or somewhere else, you keep going on that path if there's a peace in your heart. But I haven't heard God. Well, that's okay. Just keep going. You have a peace. Keep going. Right? Until the Lord will come and say, and change your direction, or you need to do this. So, um, I just forgotten what else I was going to say there, but praise God. So look at the areas. Look at the area in your life. I encourage you to do that this week. See what areas need fortified. What areas need change. What am I thinking about myself, really? It's going to come up in conversation, maybe in your phone, on the phone, or you're talking with your husband, your wife, your friend, or your brother or your sister. And then get, take one area and start to apply the word of God to it. Amen? Um, Proverbs 19 and verse 21, the Passion Translation, it says, the person, a person may have many ideas or thoughts concerning God's plan for his life, so we can have lots of thoughts and ideas concerning God's plan for our life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. So we can have all these thoughts, but only God's purpose will succeed in the end. Amen. 
So the more you spend time with the Lord, the more you spend time with him, um, the more you become like him, the more you think like him. It's like you spend time with your friends. You become like your friends. You know, um, your future, you can say, by looking at your friends, I can tell what your future is going to be like. You keep company, those people that you spend a lot, a lot of time around. Well, if Holy Spirit, if God is your friend, and you are talking to God continually, and you're meditating on his thoughts continually, he's your friend. Well, what is your future going to be like? What are you not going to have? What are you not going to be able to do? Because that's God is your friend. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. So Jesus, being your friend, show me that friend. Is he your friend? Have you made him your friend today? Just think for a minute. The time you need to spend with a friend. Your friend is that person that could be that your husband wife. Should be your husband wife. But the person you spend a lot of time, something good happens, phone. You want to phone them quickly, don't you? You want to spend... You want them to know the good. Something, something bad happens. You want to phone them. You share everything with our friends. What if Jesus is that friend? Amen. So you spend a lot of time with your friend, talking to them, being with them. That's how God needs to be our friend. So is Jesus your friend? If you think about your week. And the time you spend talking and fellowshipping and listening to Jesus. Is he your friend? Can, can you make him a better friend? Can he become a better friend? There's no one as close in any of our life as Holy Spirit. Because if you're born again this morning, Holy Spirit is here. He's the closest. He is the closest. And he is such a wonderful, wonderful friend. Hallelujah. He sticks closer than a brother, than a brother, the word says. Closer than a brother. Praise God. So there's certain things. That's, that's giving you a bit of homework this week. You're going to look at time spent with your friend Jesus. You're, you're going to look at time spent with the word that we talked about. Nobody's going to come in here next week and just hold their Bible up because they're they're going to be in it. Amen? And we're going to do some homework and we're going to think about what areas we could bring change into. And, you know, I'm not talking they're all bad areas. You can be on a journey in a particular area. Those who came up for prayer um, that had sickness in their bodies or had received a bad report, as I anointed you with oil this morning, you know, you believe you received? You believe you received that healing this morning? I did what Holy Ghost told me to do, was to lay hands and anoint with oil. Your part is to believe you received. And so what you need to do is take the word, go get the scriptures. And we, you know, don't leave him here if you, if you haven't got them or you can Google them, scriptures and healing. You need to then this week start going over those scriptures that Jesus has already healed you. Four to five, take two or three, four or five, 
and just stand, just go over them and over them and put them in a card, put them in sticky notes and just keep praising God. And when the enemy wants to come in and he says, hmm, there's a wee niggle or that wee pain, say, I don't receive that in Jesus' name. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. That's what it is, applying the word of God. So all of you that I prayed for this morning, that's what you need. That That's your homework this week. See, change in that area. Because we are not the sick trying to get healed. We are the healed staying well. Amen? We are the healed staying well and whole. Hallelujah. So let's pray this morning. Let's close our eyes and pray. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your word to us this morning. We thank you that you've given us your word. We thank you you've given us this manual for life. We thank you for these words that are sweet to taste. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord, that everybody in here, Father, would just want to devour this word. Just take it and live in it more and more and apply it, God. Fall in love with your word all over afresh, God. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that we'd be singing your word. Oh, we would just be speaking your word one to another. When somebody phones us, we'll be speaking the word. Will it be encouraging them with the word? Oh, Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are being transformed, transformed, Lord God, into that person, that people of God that you want us to be by the word. Hallelujah. Lord, your word says that the people that know their God, how do you know God? You know him because you know his word. Look, all the people that know their God will do. Not think about it. Not speak about it only. A people that know their God will do great exploits. And God, I speak that this morning. I speak that over Bangor Community Church. Us as a people, God. People that will do great exploits because we know We know your word. We know your thoughts. We know you, and you are our best friend, Holy Ghost, our best friend. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for how you love us so much. Thank you, Father. Every hair in our head is numbered. Every trouble we ever face, you're with us. You're right there with us. In the thickest of battles, you're right there. Your presence always with us. Hallelujah. I thank you as we go and we leave today, Lord God. We leave with our head held by high, knowing who we are, knowing that we're loved being refreshed in you, Lord. More and more and more. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, church. Well, have a great week. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.